And so if I can do one thing for you when you leave this room, I don't want nothing from you but for you to leave this room and know what you want. What do you want in your marriage? What do you want with your son and your daughter? What do you want in your health? What do you want financially? Like how much money do you want to make a year? What do you want to drive? How do you want to live? Stop just waking up like an accident. What do you want? And then once you find out what you want, spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. Welcome back to the Artistic and Ambitious Podcast, Episode 8. I'm Kevin Brooks, actor. And I'm Art Waller. And today we wanted to discuss something that we both have experienced, and I'm sure many of you listeners have also, and that's challenging your abilities. Now, I'm aware that people progress differently in life. But I truly believe it doesn't matter what point you are in your career, you have to do something that you haven't done yet. You need to shock yourself. Now, I know I faithfully preach about how life is about progression and everything is about timing. But every now and again, do something that a talent who is more experienced than you and who is more advanced than you does. And then go back to where you were and just keep working. I guarantee you 100% it will humble you and make you work 10 times harder. Yeah, I had heard this uh, this quote from Will Smith some years ago, and I've been, you know, trying to live my life according to this quote ever since. Okay. He said, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Yeah. And that stuck with me because it makes perfect sense. You know, the more time you allow yourself to focus on being prepared to deal with whatever comes your way, the more you'll ultimately be able to handle. Now, that's a lot easier said than done, and for a long time, I had experienced difficulty staying ready. And I ended up having to step outside of my comfort zone and really, you know, challenge myself in ways that I had never been challenged before. We all have. Or, you know, I was going to keep getting the same results I had been used to getting up until that point. Mm-hmm. Hey, R, I got a story for you. Yeah. Right after I graduated, Katie, well, not right after, but I believe it was two months, two months or so. Okay. I was searching for gigs, trying to figure out how to get on set, just everything you can imagine. Yeah. Finally, I came across a casting about a stage play, mm-hmm. and it was going to be an open call. So at the day of, I attended, I read the list of characters, mm-hmm. and there were only two male roles available. I auditioned for one. It went good. Yeah. The playwright happened to be there with a few other people from her production team. Mm-hmm. After I was done with the first read, they asked if I had any questions. And then I said, well, um, can I read for the other character? His name was Tino. Mm -hmm. She smiled, put her head down, chuckling a little bit. And she said, he's very, um, she was doing gestures with her hand. Then I said, oh, is he gay? They all said, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm thinking to myself, oh, shit. But then I asked if I can please give it a try. Yeah. Now, mind you, I've never had to do a character like this ever. Right. But I was at a point where I felt like, you know what, this might be, I may be, might be able to peak. So I wanted to challenge myself. Yeah. So I stepped out the room and I read through the sides. Mm-hmm. Then I had to give myself that act of pep talk that we all have to give ourselves before we go into a room or go back in the room. Right, right. So... At the end of my talk, I always ask myself, how bad you want it? Yeah. I went back in the room and I nailed it, bro. They was laughing and they was clapping. Okay, that's what's up. So check this. I know sometimes it can be a while before they get back to you, but one week went by, nothing. Yeah. Two weeks went by, nothing. 
Three weeks went by. Still nothing. Damn. The fourth week, I got an email with all the details on how I booked the role of Tino, the flamboyant character in the show. That's crazy. Now, up until that point, I hadn't had much stage experience at all other than classroom scene work. Right. I originally started in film. Of course, background acting, some short films, mainly comedic roles, and yeah, occasionally yeah. the thug role. Okay. But this was my first time being in a stage production, and I was the main character. Yeah. I knew I had family coming, friends coming. Hell, my dad was going to be there. Right. Now let that sink in for a moment. Just to think how he would perceive his son portraying the character like that yeah. in front of his face. Right. But I didn't care. And you know why I didn't care? Why? One, this was my passion. Hell, my career. Two, he knew I had a job to do. Yeah. And three, I knew if I nailed this, it could potentially open up doors for future roles. And I was showing how versatile I can be. Yeah. So for three months straight, I was dialed in at home, at work, family dinners. Um, I would talk to friends and ask their friends who was flamboyant-ish right. just to get a sense of how I should walk, how I should talk, yeah. how I should stand, just the whole nine because I really wanted to embody this role. Yeah. And it was changing my perspective for the craft, but in a positive manner. Okay. Come performance day, we had a sold-out show. I mean, it, the house was packed. Yeah. The audience was laughing, giving me the energy I needed, and I got some really good feedback. Right. Matter of fact, after one of the performances, I had a guy come up to me, and he asked, excuse me, man, I was just wondering, are you really, or were you just... I stopped oh, wow. him midway through, and I said, I was just doing my job, bro. <laughs> you know, he laughed about it, and he said, yeah. I can respect that. Right. So I think that was a good example of me challenging my ability early in my career. Yeah, I remember when you first approached me with the idea for Journeyman. It was a few years ago. You know, I, I had been pretty quiet for a while after leaving KD. And yeah, I remember. really wasn't doing too much in the way of filmmaking outside of just watching them, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was really itching to get back into it, you know, in a real way. And you you pitched me an idea, and I remember you were originally just looking for a writer, you know, someone to pen the screenplay. And I had always been interested in writing, but never really took it upon myself to take that first step and get something down on paper. But, you know, there wasn't any doubt in my mind that I wouldn't be able to do it. You know, of course, I had to assume it wouldn't be that great since it was my first time, but the clock was ticking and I couldn't just let the opportunity to do something like that go. All right. So I went for it, you know, and it was rough at first. I think I rewrote that thing like, I don't know, something like 60 times. <laughs> yeah, I sent you several drafts of it and, you know, each one was slightly different than the next. And we finally settled on one and that ended up being my first screenplay. Mm -hmm. And you don't know this part about it, but... I was kind of an alcoholic at the time. You know, I had I had recently gone through this rough patch with this girl and was really depressed, you know, to the point where I was just kind of done with life. I had uh, I had just left Virginia Beach, where she lives, to take this acting gig in New Orleans, where I'm at now. Okay. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to give her what she wanted without sacrificing my entire life. So what I ended up doing was 
kind of sabotaging our relationship in this really grimy way because at the time my thought process was I just needed her to be okay with never speaking to me again since there was really no telling when when I would be able to get back to where she was and you know it worked like a charm but but it ended up hurting me a, a lot more than I thought it would so I started drinking yeah and, you know I know that's pretty dark but that's life Anyway, when you pitched me this story about this recovering alcoholic trying to get well and carve out this career in boxing, you know, this thing that he loves so much, I had to jump on it, man, because I, I didn't want to die, you know what I'm saying? But that's basically where I was headed. So I had a decision to make at that point, and I decided that this, this screenplay was going to save my life, and it did. After that, everything else sort of fell into place. And six months later, we was on set with me in the director's chair. But the road leading to that point was easily one of the most challenging ordeals I've ever willingly subjected myself to. Shit, Art. That's um, that's some pretty deep stuff there, bro. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. For I'm sure. sure there's a listener out there who can really benefit from that story. Yeah, maybe. From hearing what you just said and from me taking on that role... I believe we both challenged the hell out of ourselves very early in our careers. And as a result, it has made an impact. Since then, I've been able to climb out the box I was in and show my range. And you have wrote maybe five or six scripts since then and counting. Right, right. And I just want to remind everyone that this podcast isn't just for actors or actresses. You don't have to be in the entertainment industry to consume this. Acting is just our craft, but we're friends with many people in other different industries, and they take away some of the stuff we speak on and apply it to their lifestyle as we do the stuff they speak to us about. Right. It's like Pac said, against all odds, never be afraid to go up against anyone, never be afraid of a challenge. Yeah. Of course, we all need goals that are attainable, measurable, and achievable because they build strength confidence, character, and positive experience. But extraordinary possibilities require lofty thinking and imagination. So please challenge your ability because if you're just thinking you're good enough, it will stand in the way of greatness. Hey, R, I think that's a good place to stop at. How you feel about it, bro? Yeah, man, that was great. Artistic and Ambitious, Episode 8. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening. All right. I'm Kevin Brooks at Instagram at Kevin Brooks Actor. And I'm Art Waller, writer director. Thanks again for listening. Y'all stay tuned and we'll be back next week with episode nine. Back in elementary, I thrived on misery. Left me alone, I grew up amongst a dying breed. Inside my mind, couldn't find a place to rest. Until I got that dug like tatted on my chest.